before Google, social media, or IMDb, there were guys behind the counter. They were your window to all things movie, what just came out, and what is and what is not worth your time. Stay tuned as we discuss this week's staff pick, VHS finds, and anything else that may pop up. Welcome to Behind the Counter. We are the guys behind the counter. I'm Kevin with Pizza Planet Video. And I'm Kev from Tape Town. Hey, hey, what? hey, man. How's it going? <laughs> hey, buddy. All right. <laughs> Let's do this. Okay, here we go. <laughs> you, ready to, you ready to do some do some podcasting today? Let's podcast, brother. All right. Yeah. Thursday is becoming my new favorite day of the week, man. Is it? Yeah. I love it, dude. I, I go to work. And then I come home, and I got my coffee ready, and then we get on and talk about a movie. Yeah, dude. That's great. It's awesome. Yeah. So are you are you currently uh, recording from your new podcasting nook? I am, man. Set up a nice little nook here in the, uh, the uh, Pizza Planet realm. So now I have a place where it's always set up. I come in, sit down, coffee, computer, start, That's right. start making the millions of dollars on the radio. Yeah, yeah, totally, man. <laughs> I'm hoping to move out of my guest room sometime soon. Nice. The swap shop. The swap shop. The swap shop. I haven't done much swapping lately, so it's just kind of, it's more so just been the shop, but, you know. Nice. All good. <laughs> yeah, man, so you want to get into some tape talk? Let's get into some tape talk, man. My week's been pretty slow on finding tapes. I haven't gone out. At, to truth be told, I went out last Saturday. I just found a couple randos. We had talked last, was it last week you and I talked about um, Mystery Men? I think so. I think it was last week, yeah. And I feel like every time you and I talk about a tape, like Mystery Men or some other ones, I'm like, I got to go find it. And I've seen it like at a couple of my stops. And then I try to I do the rounds and I never see it again. And I'm like, son uh, of a mother. But yeah. then, um, so I went out and I found like random, like Logan's Run, Gumball Alley, uh, Gumball nice. Rally, sorry. Um, you know, kind of just rando, but Logan's run. That's good. Yeah. That's a good one. I'm pretty stoked. It's in the watch pile. I haven't got to it this week. Yeah. Um, been kind of busy with the fam, but yeah, yeah dude, I'm saving my money cause I'm heading home to Nashville this weekend. Ooh. And, uh, there's a shop I like to go to. Uh, it's a comic book shop from my youth called the great escape in downtown Nashville. Yeah. I yeah, s- dude. I s- it's tight. I've been there. I sent you there last time you went to Nashville, right? Yeah, I loved it, man. Yeah. So I'm hoping they're going to have some of my uh, my picks for my list, which I'll still throw up on the Instagram a picture of my uh, list of wants. But uh, we're crossing our fingers for Rad, an old school BMX movie. Nice. It's always fun when you're going on a trip to, like, set your sights on a movie and just, like, just, like put it out there and hope for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be fun. Um, I'm going to hit a couple thrift shops, then, you know, just – we don't really get to go to Nashville to be tourists. We get to go to Nashville to see my folks and stuff. Cool. So, but this time we're, we've, we've made it known we're just going to hang out and like go downtown and play and take the boy to the parks and stuff like that. So That's tight, man. That's really tight. Been saving my tape money for that. Yeah. Dude, you got to go to Hattie B's when you're there. Dude, it's so funny. The whole, you know, the hot chicken, Nashville hot chicken. Yeah. It wasn't a thing when I was a kid. That's really funny, man. So we had a place called, was it Miss Patty's? I think is what it was called. And it was near the airport. But like, we all knew about it. Like, and it had the hottest chicken 
I mean, it's it's absurd. Like it's uncomfortable. Like you <laughs> you have to sign a waiver. I did it one oh, time. Oh, okay, yeah, it's like that. Yeah, it's like what you would do because it's open twenty four hours. Um, I'm sorry, it's not near. The, it's it used to be near the old um, uh, Ryman Auditorium. Uh, okay. Either Ryman or Grand Ole Opry. The Grand Ole Opry has actually moved in a different location, but anyway, right. it was it's, it had a lot of history in Nashville. Like all the the country music st- singers would get off the stage and then come in because it's open twenty four hours. Oh, okay. And it was owned by uh, a black lady, and the, the, it kind of got its mark because black folk could come in the front door, which here in the South back in that era wasn't allowed. Oh, okay. And white folk had to come in the back door. Ah, okay. So they they were known for having like made like Patsy Cline and some old school country folk just walk in the back door. Uh, so that's what I knew of hot chicken, but like it it is nothing what it is now. Like the dude, the lines yeah. are absurd. It's crazy. Like I felt like I was getting on a roller coaster. You know that anticipation when you're in line for a roller coaster? Yeah. And it's like an hour long. That's how it felt to get this chicken. It's totally worth it. It also yeah. gives you the same feeling in your stomach like a roller coaster about an hour later yeah. when you have to go <laughs> poop out lava. Yeah. <laughs> but it, 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 You're not far off, man. Um, you're not far off because your taste buds a ride. <laughs> Dude. It gives everything a ride. You, know? you, you uh, sweat eating and then you walk out into the summer heat of the south and the humidity and you sweat even more. Dude, you are you are summing up my summer trip that I had this year <laughs> without even knowing it. <laughs> oh, that's what that's, I get that from growing up in the South, man. It's hot as yeah. nads in the summer. Yeah, dude, it is. Uh, what, well, dude? I hope I hope it is a, a really good trip. I hope you find some good tapes, man. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. But now I know that you've had a stellar couple weeks of tape finds, bro. Man, I feel I feel almost overwhelmed in a good way. Like it has just been a crazy couple weeks, uh, tape wise. Um, I guess I could start talking. So there, there's another local guy here in Omaha, and his name is Adam, and he runs an Instagram page called Haunted Gauntlet. And uh, so I had talked to him back and forth a little bit just through Instagramming because I knew he was a local guy, and we kept being like oh, dude, we got to meet up sometime. We got to meet up sometime. And then we just were both really busy with our schedules and stuff. And I was down in South Omaha and I was uh, just tape hunting a little bit that day. And he sent me a picture and he he had lined up, like he was at a thrift shop too. And he had lined up like a whole bunch of tapes that were like good. And he's like, hey man, these are the ones I'm not really going to take. But I figured I'd give you a heads up. Like if you're out hunting today or whatever, swing by and grab these. And I was like, wait. I know the, I know that rack. I know that, I know that like that shop. And it turned out he was like across the street. And so we were like, what? This is crazy. So like I walked across the street, we like chatted for a few minutes and we were like, yo, this is dope. We need to go hunting soon. So like I met him like out hunting in the wild, which is like, I mean, if you're going to like meet somebody that does tapes, I feel like that's, that's the coolest way that you could possibly meet somebody. Uh, so he had like hit me up like maybe a week and a half ago or something. And he's like, yo, I'm just going to let you know. I got a friend who has an insane collection and he's like, he's moving. He's looking to downsize. And he's like, he's going to give us first dibs at his tapes pretty cheap. And I was like, dude, let's go grab lunch and let's go hang out at your friends and let's go look through your stuff. And so we went, I think it was last Friday. 
And I walked away with some insane, insane stuff. Like I've stuff that I've been looking for since I started collecting. So like two bucks a piece, man. And you, and you snagged me something I've been looking for, which I was, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I got a little giddy. <laughs> I may have I shed, shed a tear. You got me yeah. prom night. Yeah, dude. It was oh, like, so stoked. kind of had all his stuff in like in boxes and genres a little bit. And so I was like, horror, there it is. So I went over and I started looking and dude, prom night was right on the top beautiful copy beautiful slip uh i think you're gonna be very happy with that one man i cannot wait because <laughs> yeah. you know i'm a huge nerd so I, I like to make lists i have a bunch of lists and then I went, yeah. as soon as you sent me that picture i went into my horror movie checklist and i hit that check got it yeah and that brings me so much joy inside my heart <laughs> i love it and you like you like i don't even know how but it's on my notes when I open up my notes. I think you sent it to me. So whenever like I'm out <laughs> hunting, I like open up notes and I'm like, let me just take a look for Kev because your list is like on my phone. You know, it, it's, you know, we have a bond and <laughs> it's, I it's, felt I could share my sacred list with you. Dude, it's pretty great, man. And I mean, I feel like it helps you out a little bit. Cause yeah, for sure. Sometimes when I find stuff, I think going your way, you know, cause it's fun to hunt, but it's also fun. And when you find something that your boy's looking for, you know, oh, you got totally because you've sent me a couple, you know, things that you're looking for. Usually, your stuff is handwritten. Yeah, I'm I, I'm a bit old school that way. I which is do that. which is totally fine. Handwritten notes are great. Handwriting's a little gnarly, but it, yeah, so it's, it is, so is it mine. Is. <laughs> but like, you know, I like being able to find stuff and helping out my boys. And I appreciate it, man. But I appreciate it. I got your box this week. I'm gonna come back. And I'm going to read off this list of stuff that I got. But I also want to say thanks a lot for that box, man. I got that really cool bunch of tapes from me this week that a bunch of it, I think, is stuff we're going to end up reviewing in the in the future. Yeah, I'm going to talk about one because I'm excited about it. So it's the Johnny Mnemonic. It's a special edition. Came in that clear slip with the orange shell. Yeah. And I have only found one of those in the wild. And then, no joke, like two days after I found my first copy, I found a second. I was like, well, this has got to go to Kev. Isn't it funny how that happens, dude? But, I've never seen it. So, for me, it is top of the watch pile, and it'll be a first-time first time watch. That, see, that's what I love. It's, if you haven't seen it, I just remember it very vividly from my childhood of, like, the sci-fi genre. I mean, right. It was, it's, it's awesome. But, yeah, I'm glad that you enjoy it. I'm glad you got that box for sure. That's cool, man. That's cool. All right, now I'm going to read off this list. I feel like I might be keeping people in suspense a little bit. I'm going to start with some comedy. I think at the top, let's see, I think the first four I wrote down are comedy. And then I, and then I basically I get better and better as I go. So I found Airheads with Brendan Fraser, Adam Sandler, Steve Buscemi. Uh, I found Weekend at Bernie's 2. Nice. Uh, yeah. Mac and Me, which I haven't seen since I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, Got my hands on a Bill and Ted screener. Now, we haven't really talked about screeners much on this show, uh, but I love, love screeners. I feel like we could do a whole episode just on screeners. Yeah, uh, I had no idea what they were when we first met, and then you told me about them, and it's just – they're too cool. It's too yeah, cool. Yeah, they're like, they're like the rookie – I like to think of them as the rookie card of, like, VHS. You know? oh, that is the best way to think about them right it's, God, yes it's like it's like a very like a variant like cover like it's a cover that barely anybody out there has 
you know it's almost like a numbered release because they weren't like sending out too many of them it's got like footage and like stuff that like no other like the the regular commercial copies won't have i don't know it is it's kind of like a rookie card in a way for sure yeah um and then class of 1999 and that's kind of it's a it's an old vestron i've never seen it it looks it looks really cool it's like uh almost like in the future uh schools are run like taken over by these like really like uh tough kids and so they bring in like cyborg teachers that if they like don't stay in line they blow them up <laughs> that's basically what I, I i got from the trailer so i'm i'm pretty excited to watch that one and find out a little bit more holy hell i've never heard of that yeah dude look up the trailer for that one um the frighteners oh so one. good Yep, I found Prom Night for you. Um, I found Critters, a, like, really nice uh, RCA sideloader copy that's still in really good shape. Also, a Fright Night RCA sideloader, which both of those I have been looking for for a pretty long time. Um, Super jealous. Yeah. If I find another, bro, it's coming your way. Um, that's what? Friday the 13th, part one and part two. And then this, for me, this was like biggest find, I would say, of the day. I found a, a Chud media release, full media release, uh, with even it has like the foil label, which it's like still intact, really good shape. The box, it's one of the ones that has like the butt flap. So it's got like the, the it's like completely sealed unless you open up the bottom and it slides out. And it, dude, it's just, it's a beautiful, insane copy. Um, yeah which I've been looking for for quite a while. And I got them off two bucks a piece. Yeah. You know, that just, that just brings a tear to your eye. That's just happiness. That's just sheer happiness. Yeah. Yeah, man. So big shout out to the Haunted Gauntlet. Go check him out. Go follow him on Instagram. He's an awesome dude. He does, uh, he does some really wicked cool music and he puts it all on like VHS tape. I don't know if I told you that, man. No. He, like, yeah, I think he makes like, uh, I don't know if he makes like graphics and, video for it and stuff too but all of his uh all of his music's on like vhs tape and uh yeah it's really cool i went over to his house and saw like his whole collection and setup and stuff dude and it was it was it was pretty awesome and then the bins had some good luck at the bins uh this past week too dude your magic magic bins <laughs> yeah i don't know it's like the wild west there man it really <laughs> is. you just you never know what you're gonna find the crowd of people that hang out at the at the goodwill bins is pretty hilarious there's people that literally are there every time i go like i'm pretty sure they just like live there and sleep there on the couches or something and, so uh, so what did you find at the bins this week i found i actually found two copies of halloween three uh season of the witch from good a good two good time copies uh one of which is headed your way my friend um I found a cool movie. It's a vidmark. It's called Nightwish, which I've never seen, but the trailer looked awesome. Again, and another one I'm gonna have to look up. Never heard yeah. of a lot of these. I wanna like I wanna give a description, but to be honest, man, I feel like I don't even fully know what it's about. It just looks really <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. And then we got uh the running man, which I dude, I've been looking for a good copy of that for a while with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Where yeah. he's like, he basically is like, 
uh, convict that's like falsely like accused of his crime. And so they give him the chance to either like participate in this like post-apocalyptic um, like reality TV show where they're trying to kill you or he just, I guess, I guess does his sentence. So, <laughs> but it looks really cool, man. Uh, I got an old Vestron copy of that. And I remember watching parts of this when I was a kid, I think on like TBS or TNT. But it's, yeah, it's been a while since I sat down and really actually watched it, watched it. So exciting stuff. Dude, I can't wait to talk about them. Yeah. When you talked about Running Man, I had forgotten about that movie. That movie is, is now on the list. I think that makes movie number 89 I'm looking for. Absurd. It's absurd. But it reminded me of a new age movie called Gamer. Gamer. Oh, Uh, yeah, yeah. With Gerard uh, Butler. Right? Yeah, basically he is some kid yeah. basically owns him and is telling him what to do. And it kind of reminds me of like the same thing. Dude, that you're right. I feel like that's in a way it's almost like an exact uh reboot of that. Yeah, but let's be honest. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, a little bit better. A little bit better, for sure. Yeah. In his prime too, man. Let's see the date on this guy. I feel like it's like 87, man. <laughs> 87. Those Atlanta were the days. Predator was what? Like, 80, was that 85? Uh, the original was, I believe, 85, 86, somewhere around there. Stand by IMDb. Possibly. 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 Either way, it is right in that, like, prime of his career, Wilhelm. Then did. again, I mean, T2 was, uh, T2 was like, what, 93? That was a little bit later, and that I would I would say he was still kicking it in his prime. So the original Predator was nineteen eighty seven. Eighty seven. Okay. Wow. Same year. All right. Good old Schwarzenegger. Yeah. But yeah, man. So you you've had a pretty stellar find week. Yeah, I feel like I feel full. If that makes sense, like I feel <laughs> like I just went to a buffet and just like pigged out. For sure. <laughs> Yeah. Not, not only I'm, pigged out, I came home with leftovers. That's the feeling. Dude, and I'm stoked for the leftovers because most of the time I get the leftovers. <laughs> you do, man. You do. Yeah. But, oh, dude. So, last week we were talking about how you were due to find some horror stuff. You did find a few things, didn't you? I did. Last week, I guess, what was it, Friday I went out looking? Yeah. I found a Halloween H2O. There you go. I think that's like the only ho- true horror that I found. No, I found some good stuff that week, yeah. But I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, taking this week off has kind of been enjoyable because yeah. I'm building up this, like, excitement and anticipation to go hunting in, in Nashville. So I feel that, man. That's cool. I look, I look forward to it. Yeah. So this week, our staff pick is Little Monster. <laughs> There is nothing under your bed. Now, why don't you just go to sleep, okay? There was a monster. There are no monsters. If you say there's no monster, that's what's wrong with me. Boo. Your lucky night. Imagine a world solely of kids. No teachers, no rules, no homework, no parents. Come on now. Dude, this movie is like a childhood favorite. 
Yeah. I probably have seen this movie. I, I want to say a gajillion times because again, childhood <laughs> favorite. Um, that whole Fred Savage era, like the Wizard, Little Monsters, all of that. Like I was definitely a part of that for sure. Yeah, I, I, dude, I wasn't. I was, I wasn't even born yet when this movie came out. Uh, that's right, eighty nine. Yeah, yeah. So this so, came out a year before I was even born. So I. Yeah, I only saw it. Uh, I think I saw it on TV and stuff. Did you see this in the theater at all? I was, I, I, I was talking to my wife last night, trying to think if I had seen this in the theater. I don't feel like I did. I felt like I saw it on television. I remember seeing The Wizard in theaters. Okay. Um, because again, that was right around the time of the, that the Nintendo had just come out and yeah. Game Glove and all that. So I remember that more vividly. But no, I think I remember seeing this on television. Okay. And um. That was part of my childhood memories of Little Monsters. Yeah, yeah. It's a great one, man. It's one of those that, like, I don't even know why we didn't just buy it on tape. Were there any movies in your house where, like, you found yourself going over and over and over again to rent? And it's just, like, I don't know why. This is one of those I just don't know why we didn't buy it. Like, I feel like I rented it so much as a kid. It would have just been worth it to just have it at home. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love it, man. It's, oh. It's one easily one of my favorites. It's so funny. It's written so well. Um, even 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 just like it just makes it makes total sense and it and it holds up. I feel like the comedy and the jokes of it have gotten just better with time. You know, for sure. I was gonna say I'd written down timeless. Like, you know, I'm 36 years old and I still enjoyed it. Like last night when I rewatched yeah. it, right? Like. Some of the movies we've watched, they're fun to watch, but I'm not saying like, oh, this is just like the best thing ever. But For like, sure. But this, I feel like it's timeless. I still laughed at the jokes. Yep. I, I had forgotten kind of how dark it yeah, got. It, it got did. a little dark. It did, man. It definitely I was like, dark. Jesus, the, the 80s, man, they let shit fly for like kids movies. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, that's awesome. I read, um, I read something uh, yesterday after I watched it, and they were saying that the first draft was even darker, <laughs> that, that they had to go back and rewrite it just to lighten it up. Good Lord. Let's so do they... a little synopsis. Does that sound good? Yeah. Yeah, what you got? So, Fred Savage uh, and his little brother uh, – his little brother is actually in this too, Ben Savage. This is Ben Savage's first movie. Um, mm-hmm. Their mom and their dad. The dad is Daniel Stern right there. You know, it's a great movie. Uh, <laughs> so this family is new. They just moved to a new town and Fred Savage is not super liking the fact that he moved. He misses his friends. Um, did they say even where it was? I don't know if they said where they moved to. No, I didn't. I don't think they said, they just kept saying they're outside the city. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, they, they're now living outside of the city. And, um, so I guess you would say that the, the plot really starts when um, his little brother starts noticing that there's like this monster that keeps getting like loose in his room that's crawling out from underneath the bed. So uh, Fred Savage decides to switch rooms with him for the night and then trap the monster. And that's where they, that's where they meet Maurice. And um, so basically Maurice takes him down into this like, monster world that's really 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 cool and yeah it kind of goes from there becomes his first friend yes yes oh dude this movie just pure adventure pure 80s montages yeah it's just it's so good It, it dude it's amazing it's one of my one of my favorites absolutely definitely 
Um, it's got so many great characters from the eighties in it. You know, Fred Savage, his little brother, Ben. Um, what's the guy's name? Is it, it's Devin, Devin, uh, is it rat, rat Ray? Is that the dude who, who was buzz? Yeah. So that's, you know, it's, he, it's, he's Ronnie Coleman in this movie, but he's yeah. buzz and home alone. Yeah. Um, he's in it. And you know, like, I don't know, just like all these characters from your childhood, you're just like, no. Nope. And then I forgot Howie Mandel was actually Maurice. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, this movie makes me, I forget, you know, he did stuff before America's got talent. So Yep. I, I, you know, it's, but it's so good. Yep. He he plays an awesome, disgusting monster. He does. Oh, and Snick. Did you know Snick was played by somebody pretty famous? Uh, no. So Snick, it turns out, I, I had no idea until I heard him talking yesterday and I was like, wait, I know that voice. And I looked him up. He is the, oh, I had his name written down. He's the guy from the Burbs. The bigger dude from the, from the Burbs that's like, oh, yeah. his friend. And the, uh, the butler in Blank Check. His uh, Rick, Rick, something like Dunk, Dunk, Dunkinum or something like that. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, is he the butler in the blank check or the chauffeur? Chauffeur. Well, he's I'd got say, the yeah. both. I think he's both, really. Yeah, yeah. I just heard his voice and I was like, dude, I know that voice. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, the, the scary dude with the hunchback smoking all those chain smoking all those cigarettes and ripping people's heads off. Yeah. And- <laughs> He became a real dick when he got that hump. He did. Yeah, I wonder what he was like before the hump. Yeah, I wonder if he was nice, calm. Maybe a tea, maybe a tea drinker. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it made him uh, take up smoking. Yeah, I mean, I would too, man. That hump is pretty gnarly, and he can't move his head without his whole torso moving. <laughs> he looks like a, like a chicken nugget. He looks like a purple chicken nugget. <laughs> <laughs> An angry violent purple chicken yeah. nugget. kids don't go underneath the bed to monster world because you're going to become chicken nugget so right off the bat one of my favorite parts of this movie is when brian fred savage yeah does that he creates the trap to catch maurice yeah that's pretty tight <laughs> he, like he saws off the legs of his bed takes his broken bike parts a couple things a rope some doritos i mean it's a pretty ingenious little trap this kid's pretty smart yeah uses the handbrake to trigger trigger it all yeah i was like I, I just love stuff like that when, like when in kids movies when they build their contraptions yeah it just takes you back to that mindset of when like when you were a kid you're like yes yeah i would totally build shit but my shit would never work like that yeah it's like is i had the same feeling watching like sandlot you know oh. when they're trying to get the ball back from over the fence it's kind of like one of those deals Oh yeah, that's a great. They use all the erector set. Yeah, oh, yeah. So so good. Yeah. But yeah, I like that. I like that sense of kids being kids, yeah. which I feel. This is a little rant, little tangent, but I feel like kids nowadays don't really do that shit. No. I'm you know, they're not like creating booby traps and playing, and you know, they're watching movies and rotting their brains. Wait a minute. <laughs> that sounds familiar. <laughs> that sounds. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess they, we. I should back up and say also that Maurice, he he would come out from underneath the bed and try and get the kids in trouble. That's kind of the whole deal of the monster. So that's kind of why Fred Savage is trying to trap him in the first place. So he kind of sets up Fred Savage to get in trouble, uh, Brian, because he puts like ice cream up in the cupboard, and so like when the dad, when Daniel Stern like opens it up. 
uh, it like falls down and like splashes all over his work gear, and he's like super pissed, and he's like yelling at Brian. And, and I feel like if a movie has Daniel Stern yelling in it, I'm in. You know, for sure. I feel like oh, that I'm was so like in. the soundtrack of my childhood was just Daniel Stern yelling over and over and over again, like City Slickers, uh, Bushwhacked, Home Alones. You know, anytime Daniel Stern's just yelling at people, man, I'm in. And so, <laughs> so that's kind of why I think he was trying to catch Maurice because he's like, oh, this bastard trying to get me in well, trouble with my dad. True. And he's also trying to catch Maurice because Eric, his little brother, played by Ben Savage, right. um, was being tormented. So he bet them that he could catch him. Right. Or not be scared by him. The first attempt, he slept on the couch, got a little scared. Then he double or nothing him. Right. And then that's when shit hits the fan. Hits the fan. And he's like, dude, he's munching on those peanut butter and onion sandwiches. For real, which what, is... What's up with that? I have no... And he's watching pretty sleazy late night television. <laughs> yeah, I did notice that. Which, <laughs> now that you mentioned... Right, Not even like late... he's like listening for his parents like walking around outside his room. He's just like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to watch this. So, now that you mentioned Rick... Uh, Dunkman. Yeah, Dunkman. Um, did you know that in that late night clip, that's him? Oh, was it? I believe so. Okay, nice. I just, I just saw it. I was, I'm watching the the movie as we speak, just for a little inspiration here nice. and there. But I'm pretty sure that was him. <laughs> nice. And he's talking to a scantily clad young lady. Yeah. <laughs> which you know, who doesn't watch late night television in the '80s when you're a kid? Yeah, for sure. In his own room. I mean, having a TV in my own room, that would, man, that would be amazing. I didn't have a TV in my room until I was, I don't know, 16, 17. I didn't, I didn't have a TV in my room until I bought one in college. Yeah. Lucky yeah. kid. Lucky kid. Yeah. You know, living the good <laughs> life. Yeah, but that the peanut butter and onion sandwiches. I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I, my, on my other podcast I do with my wife, we tried peanut butter and pickle. Ooh. So I might have to give the peanut butter and onion a try Oof. to just give, just give an honest opinion. Not going to lie. Peanut butter and pickle is kind of my new thing. Wow. Don't knock it, but you got to have the right pickles. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not Bread a pickle guy. I think that's the problem. I then love this is not gonna. This is not going to work for you. Yeah, I love <laughs> fucking peanut butter. Like, I could eat a jar of peanut butter every day for my life, and I'd be happy with that. But pickles, man, I don't know. I'm not into it. <laughs> <laughs> After he catches Maurice, you know, Maurice grows some horns. He does, yeah. Yeah, so the light makes them kind of like monster out i guess you could say and like so it's like a warning it's like hey you should get under the bed before you melt yeah yeah which when he melts is really cool yeah he just goes to clothing yeah but i like how you know brian saves him they become friends and then maurice takes him into the monster world yeah the underworld yeah um which is like all dark it's like night like all the time basically and there's just yeah, all these like uh stairwells. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, yeah. It was an amazingly built world. I just like the, the the aesthetic of it. Like it's everything you want as a kid. It's got an arcade, it's got food everything of food you would ever want to eat. Yeah. I mean, but I like how he also then takes Brian on like kind of what the, their jobs, I guess, is you know, they get the job assignment and they go and yeah. just fuck up everybody's world. Yeah. Peanut Which butter is on like, this. Yeah. The one of the best parts in the movie. When oh, he yeah, first for sure. like, helps Maurice, like, 
get these kids like in trouble and like sets up all these booby traps in their house. Hilarious, man. And then I like it when they pick on Ronnie and they pee in his apple juice and yeah. put cat food yeah. in his sandwich. But yeah, oh, yeah Ronnie, Ronnie's gonna be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, all of Maurice's like one-liners, yeah, are are just impressive. Absolutely, I don't know. I mean, I, I, like I said, I laughed. I'm 36. I laughed at a lot of these like one-liners. Yeah, they're just great. They are. They're so but, great, dude. I love when like they show that montage of the parents yelling at the kids the night after that. Oh yeah, it is like I think my favorite one is just this really like uh, small kid with these huge glasses, and you just hear the dad going, "Son, don't you know that doll hair doesn't grow back?" And then they just like shift to the next one. <laughs> I think the grossest one was the peanut butter on the phone in the dad's ear. Yeah, gnarly. Yeah, I was, I was, it was. I was like, oh, why is it so chunky? That's yeah. gross. I don't. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> do you want to go to uh, military school? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that was always the threat when I was a kid. Like, yeah. you do something bad, my parents would be like, "You want to go to military school?" I'm like, for real? Like that's <laughs> that seems a little, little, little far fetched. But we can. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a little harsh, guys. It's a little harsh, mm-hmm. right? I don't know why we're so angry, but it's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I like the uh, when they start doing like showing kind of Brian showing some of the symptoms of living in the underworld. Yeah. Yeah. That was tight. Sensitivity to light. He starts shrinking. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty awesome, man. I wish there would have been a little bit more where they talked about Maurice's like, like his backstory, which I guess yeah. they, they, they said in the first draft they did. But they kind of left it out when they rewrote it. Well, they talk about like when this is a part of the movie. I didn't really understand why they had to bring it in. Brian's parents are getting a divorce or the trial separation. Should have said that. That's true. And I'm not sure why they didn't really like add to the story. You know, they 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 say it. I guess it makes Brian want to go to the underworld more. But like other than that, it's not really doesn't do anything. No. But when yeah. My only so, thoughts was when the when his younger brother gets taken like later uh, by Snick, that maybe that that the because the dad was gone at that point, the mom yeah. was thinking like, oh, we just got divorced. Maybe he ran off to go and like see dad. That was my only other thinking with that. Right. I don't. I just. I was like, dude, this doesn't. I don't know. Yeah. But then I think that's when they bring in the backstory of Maurice a little bit. Try to talk about how. You know, Brian is his only friend, and he, he shows yeah. a little bit of, uh, you know, yeah. humility, if you will, gets a little teary eyed and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yep. So Maurice is trying to, at least originally at first, bring Brian down almost to like recruit him to become a monster. So if you stay down past sunup, you will have to stay there forever and you'll start to become a monster, um, which is why Brian is kind of having these like, little things where he's almost like becoming a monster, but he just kept yeah. getting out before sunup. For sure. And, but he, he was getting more tired having to wear sunglasses all the time. Yeah. I liked it when Maurice tested him. Remember like he didn't show up. And so Brian like lifted his own bed and then realized he could put his hand through the floor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, well, that's awesome. And then Maurice was like, unnatural. Yeah. And then he just but, starts to float down. But then it gets, into kind of the dark place when it brings in the character boy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And when. Who was creepy as uh, shit, dude. 
for real like Man. nightmare like wearing like old school school uniform you know yeah collared shirt tie blazer tucked into his shorts high yeah. socks just like he, he he ain't right you know and yeah he looks a little demonic i thought you wanted to play with me brian <laughs> dude okay well that's gonna haunt my dreams from now on good lord <laughs> was that pretty that good too you do that too well that yeah, was, that I, was been, I feel like i've been like practicing that since i was a kid holy god brian <laughs> So your Halloween costume is boy. That's yeah, just how that's yeah. that's gonna play out. Scared the shit out of some people. Um, I like it. Yeah, I kind of like the way they almost worked up to boy. Because so Maurice brings him down, and you're like, oh man, this place is it's so cool. Like there's no catch, and then you slowly start to like they bring Snick in, and it's like, oh okay, so there is like somebody who runs this place, and maybe he's not like the the best dude. Uh, right. Yeah. So then you you really don't see Boy till like I, I think it's like the end, isn't it? I believe so. Towards the end. I mean, you 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 see him a little bit in the tower when Snick right. like holds Fred off the stairs. It's like he's True. too close, Maurice. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But like they get this illusion like something creepy's in this tower. Uh huh. That whole I mean the scene where Snick rips off that kid's head. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> What's ha- what is happening? <laughs> and he replaces it with that foam pumpkin that I remember vividly from my childhood having yeah. during our, as our Halloween decorations. <laughs> yeah, but dude, the sets, it- the sets to this movie, like speaking of like that, like pumpkin head and stuff, it reminded me of like if somebody went into a bunch of garages and just took out all of the like holiday like decorations, like Fourth of July, Christmas. Halloween, like every like set of decorations from every holiday and just brought it to the set. There's like Christmas tinsel and then you got like firecracker wrappers on the floor and then you got like all these Halloween uh, decorations around that and then just wooden pallets, just wooden pallets (laughs) everywhere. Just pallets everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, when they kind of set up this like little rift between Brian and Maurice, when Maurice kind of attacks brian's pseudo girlfriend yeah yeah i like that too and it's good he kind of sets you up for like oh he's he's not going to want to do this anymore and then he like goes out under the you know he doesn't go into the bed anymore that whole part when he like did like gets hit by the flashlight and he melts i was like um that's amazing i had totally forgot about that part until i watched it last night yeah and i was like this because you got to have this like anger then they have to make up and then you know that whole concept. Exactly. I really. Yeah. It's a. It's just a good movie, dude. It's a great movie, and I feel like so much of the plot is explained visually, which is great. Like I feel like they didn't waste a bunch of time trying to give all this like explanation. They just like they just show you a lot of it, and it's really cool, right? And you use your imagination to kind of build that backstory. Yeah, yeah, dude. So I may have gone around my house last night cutting off all the legs, all the beds. <laughs> I just didn't want to get captured by um, Snick or Boy. I was just a little worried about that. Probably safe but... call. Probably safe call. I'm a little bit more scared about Brian showing up and shoving a like peanut butter and onion sandwich in my face, man. Fuck that. No good. No good. <laughs> now, the I would say one of the best parts of the movie is when the crew attacks Boy and Snick oh, to get for back. Sure. Yeah. To get back, Eric. Oh yeah, that was great. So, yeah. So the little brother gets taken by Snick, uh, which is the big, like, chicken nugget 
hunchback guy because they realize Brian's like he's getting wise to the whole deal that if he stays there, he's going to become a monster. So they're trying to like bait him to come back down. Let's just talk about the fact that Brian has an amazing grasp on electricity and wiring and making amazing light guns. Yeah, dude, he built like a cannon. Or as they say in the movie, a howitzer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the little nerd kid says that, right? Dude, I like his, Eric's little sidekick. Yeah, yeah. Glenn. Isn't his name Glenn? I think so, or Todd, or Toad. Or is it, oh, that's right, Todd. Yeah, Todd, yeah, because he kept calling him Toad. That's right. Yeah. Toad. Mm. Yeah. But when they go down and they attack, like, Boy in his little hideout, and Boy has all the toys come out and shoot, and the blades come out of the ground, It that scene reminded me of Toys. Yeah. With, with Robin Williams. Yeah, I could see that. When they're, you remember all the toys became um, weaponized? Yeah. But th- that was, in the, that's the first time you really get a, a glimpse of Boy. Yeah, and it's true. How fucking creepy this dude is. Yeah. And, and, they that's, you, and that's just before he gets his face blown off. Right. And they show you that kind of glimpse behind his head where you, it looks like he has like a, um, a face stretched over something, you know? Yeah. Like the skin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do that too well it's freaking me out but <laughs> yeah. you know they go through that whole thing they they destroy these guys but then they get stuck right in the underworld right right yeah and yeah they, so they get captured and then they put them into this big pit full of stuffed animals mm-hmm. which has a reminiscence of star wars yeah yeah i did i did get that vibe the trash compactor yeah and you know they get out of that and they get Eric, but they don't have enough time to get out. Right. So then they're sprinting across the United States. They, yeah. they, they went to Des Moines. They went to Chicago, Colorado. They finally find they're in Malibu. I, I think so. Yeah. Is where they yeah. get out. Cause, yeah. Because the mom's like, Malibu, Massachusetts? Where is that? <laughs> what? But like, they were really not that upset that their kids are the entire distance across the country. Yeah. They're like, they're like, we're just glad you're safe. I just love the fact he's like, we're in California, right. which immediately, immediately took me back to the wizard. Yeah, yeah. California. Yeah. But I don't know. I like it when um, Ronnie comes out under that grate and there's the homeless guy on top. Oh, he's yeah. Like, oh, sorry, he's sir. Like, oh, pardon me, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> I love if you're watching his mouth doesn't even fucking move. He's just like, oh, sorry, sir. <laughs> oh god so good yeah but, i don't know man i need more was, buzz in my life where is that guy i don't know I've, I've seen pictures of him he's gained a lot more weight has he he's a big guy but that's yeah. okay i bet but overall, I mean, he probably everywhere he went like people just would be like ah oh, buzz your girlfriend woof like <laughs> i mean like everywhere he went he probably caught shit you know oh buzz eat, i'm going through your personals stop. Oh my god, Buzz, your girlfriend, woof. Yeah, I no clothes on. I wouldn't anyone. let you sleep in here if you're growing on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that 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 movie will definitely come up. Oh yeah, holiday. Man. Yeah, so they get out in time. You know, um, they didn't even have to go to Hawaii. I think that was their last chance. Was they're like, man, hope we don't have to run to Hawaii. That would have been a funny call. Them calling yeah. like, hey, we're in Hawaii. And how did you get there overnight? Yeah, yeah, totally. 
But yeah. that's the true beauty of 80s kids movies. It doesn't have to de- technically make sense. Yeah. Not that movies nowadays make sense, but I would like to see this maybe redone nowadays to see what they would do with it. Yeah. As long as, they, as long as they kept a lot of the practical effect aspect, I think. Right. To me, Not that's too, the best part. Right. Don't want to do too much CGI, but like, who would be a good director? Why am I blanking on his name? He did Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, Tim Burton? Yeah. I feel yeah. like Tim Burton could put a really spooky vibe on this movie. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like if you told somebody that Tim Burton directed this, they would believe you. If they yeah, didn't for sure. any different, you know? Yeah. I like it. Definitely worth a watch. Still to this day, holds true. Just yeah. a great movie. Yeah. Easily, easily one of my favorites. Uh, from a kid and and even now and it took me forever to find this thing on tape man dude this thing is like a hot commodity in the tape world i'm not gonna lie i don't have it on tape i can't still haven't been able to find it yeah so it's on the list so i went to i hate to say it out loud netflix oh dude you do what you gotta do man for sure you gotta watch it where you can watch it you know what i'm saying Uh, yeah i mean i only got it this week a last minute like awesome trade find that you did but yeah yeah dude yeah i traded like 30 tapes for like four at like there's like this old school video shop in lincoln and so whenever i got stuff that's not selling or i just find doubles or extras i'll pick them up and box them up and then i'll go there and i'll i'll do a trade and normally it's stuff i don't care about but i'll walk away with like a few really good titles that i care about Uh uh-huh i got little monsters so yeah, it was fun to do the review after kind of seeing it, like, you know, on, on tape and stuff. And Oh, dude, interesting, interesting fact. So, doing a little research, found out Little Monsters was originally supposed to be released on a Vestron. Right. And so, I, you told me that, and I looked into that, and it looks that the reason it didn't go to Vestron is because Vestron basically had financial difficulties. Yeah, I think they were starting to wrap things up at that point. Yeah. But you found a picture of the overseas release. Yeah, yeah. So and... overseas, they still had. I know the UK. I'm guessing Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, a f- yeah, a few other like countries still had a Vestron release of Little Monsters on tape. And that slip is badass. Yeah, it's great, man. Like, can you we'll just a... imagine like lining up your Little Monsters next to like uh, Monster Squad? You know, yeah. like it would be it would be a very good Vestron title. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Monster Squad, definitely a grail as well. Oh, for sure, man. But we'll post a picture of that in the uh, on our Instagram today. Yeah, 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 we'll do that. Yeah, we'll do that. Too. Oh, did you get a kick out of that video? That music Dude, video? hilarious. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Check it out. I just love the kids. Most of them, they're, like, mouthing the words. And, like, the voice track is, like, after they've already said it. It's pretty great. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, guys, if you enjoy the podcast, head on over to iTunes. Give us a follow. um, Give us a rating. Give us a couple stars. uh, Write a review for us. We would greatly appreciate it. That would help us out a lot. Um, And if and if you feel like we're doing a great job and you want to show the show some love to the the uh, show, there's a link in the description below. You can click on. Um, Anything is is greatly appreciated. But as always, we are the guys behind the counter. And if you ever have any questions, just hit us up. Yeah, and uh, don't be a jabroni. Rewind that tape, homie. Oh,
Don't you know how to knock Flemwad? Can I sleep in your room? I don't want to sleep on the hide-a-bed with Fuller. If he has something to drink, he'll wet the bed. I wouldn't let you sleep in my room if you were growing on my ass. <laughs>